Hey, it's Paul Ward, and welcome to another edition of Farm Talk. Today, I want to talk a little bit about how to maximize the dollars you spend on a limited budget when getting a home ready for sale. So I'll start by describing a real case scenario that I'm going through right now with a client and also explain what we've decided to do about this home. So I'm about to sell a 4,000 square foot farmhouse on a 30 acre avocado ranch. There is also a 500 square foot studio apartment above a two car garage. I would describe the home as Mediterranean style, um, originally beautiful, still very, very picturesque setting with amazing views. The house sits up on a hilltop and looks at all of the surrounding orchards and uh, hills and mountains off in the distance. There is a trustee that is in charge of the sale. Um, he does not live there and he is not related to the family. So the owner had passed away, um, gifted the property to his kids, and now his grandkids, um, you can imagine that, are living in this big, beautiful house. Um, I would say the house has been well-loved, and um, there's a lot of stuff lying around. So that's just a polite way of saying the house is dirty. So some of the things that are going on um, inside the house... Um, there are two cats and a large dog that also live in the house with the fam with the grandkids and their kids. Um, the windows are dirty. Um, two of the large double pane windows have lost their seal, and so the glass uh, between the double panes is frosted, uh, which prevents the view, you know, from seeing out the windows. If the glass is frosted, you really can't see out the windows. Um, there's also a wood shed near the house, kind of interesting location, and uh, this old wood shed is blocking the view um, from the family room. Remember, this is a hilltop home with amazing views, and you're looking out the family room, uh, not at the view, but at a wood shed. Um, one of the cats, an old cat, lives in one bedroom uh, where he has clearly made good use of the carpet. Um, there's an evident urine smell as soon as you walk in the room. It's, it's, it's overpowering. Um, there are food and pantry items all over the kitchen counters and um, the carpet on the staircase as well as the high traffic areas is dirty. The carpet is dirty. Um, the beds are all unmade in, in all of the bedrooms and there are clothes lying all over the floors. Um, there are toiletries all over the bathroom counters. Um, some of the bathroom cabinets are discolored from water stains, so that's pretty evident. And then when you go outside, uh, metalwork, there's metalwork around the property, um, which at one point was, was painted, but now it's faded or peeling. There are two fountains outside, and neither of them work. There are dead plants and pots, and um, flowers that bloomed last spring have now all died and are just kind of, you know, still attached to the plants, but dead, dead flowers on plants. Uh, some of the planter beds are in good shape, and I would say others are not in good shape. There are also bird stains on the patios, covered patios, and some patios were painted before, but now the paint is peeling. The good news is the home was very well built. It's structurally sound, and I would say the exterior stucco and the stucco paint is in is in good shape despite being dirty. And the windows are, you know, dusty outside because you are on a ranch, so there's a lot, just a lot of dust. So one of the conversations I've had with a trustee <clears throat> are what are his options to get this property ready for sale. 
Now, obviously, he needs to sell the property for the family for as much money as possible, but of course, without spending a fortune on preparations. So as I see it, he's got three options. One, of course, is to do nothing. That's doing nothing is always an option. Um, he could sell the property as is. That's, that is an option. He could do some of the needed items that I just referred to. Or, of course, he could do all of the needed items that we just touched upon. Uh, and again, obviously, people don't want to spend money if they don't have to. On the other hand, you only have one shot at making a good first impression. And, um, you know, you can't quantify some of these some of these repairs or some of these items. You're going to spend money now um, to maximize your return, but even when you get an offer, you're, you're most likely going to end up negotiating on price. So I could say, well, you're going to spend $2,000 or $3,000 or $5,000 getting this property ready for sale, but what is that return? So that is a hard number to quantify. <clears throat> but let's go through the list. So we are reviewing the items, and we've decided which ones are non-negotiable. So first off, anything that is free that does not cost any money, that's non-negotiable. Whatever is free has to be done. So that includes picking up all of the personal belongings and putting them away. Okay, So the grandkids who live there and their kids have to pick up all their clothes. They have to pick up all their toys. They have to make their beds. Um, they have to put all the pantry items away in the kitchen. They've got to put all the excess appliances away in the kitchen that are not being used on a frequent basis. Put all the gaming consoles away. Um, any, you know, clothes and food that are lying around the family room, the living room, those all need to be put away. That's just free. That's just a sign of laziness. Pruning dead flowers and plants. Okay, so spring is long over. We're now in late summer, heading towards fall. Whatever roses and bushes bloomed in April and May, um, now the flower buds are just sitting there dead, and those all need to be pruned off the plants. Um, any dead plants and pots either need to be replanted or just the pots need to be discarded. Um, so that's all kind of free or close to free as it gets. Then there are more expensive items that I would put in the non-negotiable category. Okay, so cat urine in the bedroom, that's pretty non-negotiable. If you're going to get a buyer to come out and buy your big, beautiful ranch, um, the last thing you want is them to just be knocked over when they open the bedroom door by cat urine. <clears throat> so the carpet needs to be changed. I think the uh, trustee is going to go with vinyl instead of carpet uh, because the cat still lives in the room. And uh, if he decides not, the cat decides not to use his litter box, but instead use the vinyl floor, at least it can be mopped up and we don't have to worry about changing out the carpet a second time. Also, the shed, uh, which is blocking the view in the backyard, the quote-unquote strategically placed shed, which was kind of odd that it was put there, that needs to go. Okay, Once that shed is removed... Looking out the family room window, it's now got a gorgeous view of the surrounding orchards, the mountains and the hills off in the distance. Um, so that's got to be removed, and that's not going to be too expensive because it's just a question of taking the shed down and then taking the pieces to the dump. And then there are two large windows, as I mentioned earlier, where the uh, the seal has been broken. 
uh, between the double pane windows and so you see the condensation or the frosting that's happened between the panes. So I'm recommending that those two windows be replaced. It will certainly enhance the view and um, you know, if there was no view, it probably would not be that much of a deal, but because this property is all about the views, it is important. So the, the two windows need to be replaced. And then steam cleaning the carpets, uh, short of replacing the carpet altogether, which would be even better, um, steam cleaning the carpets needs to be done. There is also some touch-up painting that could be done. Uh, that would be much more economical than, you know, painting entire walls, but uh, that's something that could be done. So just kind of going through the list, prioritizing what what has to be done and then what should be done <clears throat> to give a, first, a, a good first impression. Um, obviously, a, a perfect scenario would be to go through and do everything professionally and as thoroughly as possible. Uh, because, again, as I said, you only get one shot in making a good first impression. And if somebody's going to come out and buy this big, beautiful ranch property, the last thing you want them to think in their mind, even if it's subconsciously, is, my gosh, this property needs a lot of work. Most people don't have the time today to fix up a property when they buy it. They want to come in, they want to put their groceries in the fridge, in the in the cupboards, put their dishes away, hang their pictures on the walls, and, you know, put their feet up. They don't want to have to paint. They don't want to have to replace the carpet. Um, they certainly don't want to have to replace windows and tear down, you know, old sheds. So the more that you can do, the more that can be done to alleviate a buyer's concerns, the more interest that you're going to get in the property. And these properties do not typically sell quickly. You know, we're talking about maybe 2% of the population that really wants to buy a big ranch. And then within that percent, there's even, even a smaller percentage of people that can actually afford these properties. So, you know, you really want to put some effort into making the property look good so when potential buyers come out that um, they're interested in the property. So just food for thought, prioritize what you're going to do getting a property for sale um, without breaking the budget. We'd love some feedback. Uh, feel free to email paul at homeandranchsellingteam.com. You can always text 805-479-5004. Hopefully you found these tips helpful. And uh, we hope to hear from you and keep in touch. Mm -hmm.